Welcome back to The Cooling Rack, a podcast about the great Canadian baking show where we don't glaze over any of the bakes and there are absolutely no soggy bottoms allowed. My name is James. And I'm Michael. And welcome to the quarterfinals, which is themed with pastries this week. Yes, which was interesting because last week at the end of the episode, we were like, I guess it's just quarterfinal week and um, it's actually pastry week. So yeah, interesting, um, uh, not curveball, but uh, glad there's kind of a theme aside of of, uh, just quarterfinal, right? So so that's fun. Um, What did you think of this week, James? So I thought that um, this week I was quite pleased with the first two bakes because everyone loves a good strudel. Um, but I will admit I found the veggie tart a little a little strange for a quarterfinal bake, like a showstopper. Like yeah, when showstopper I think pastry, showstopper, quarterfinals, I think I expected something a little bit more complicated or something a little bit more grand, like the year that they had to like bake their face into a pie or whatever, you know, something like that. Yeah. But this week it was just kind of like, you know, slice up some peppers and put it in a tart. Um, And, you know, some people did, uh, did get quite creative with that theme, but it wasn't, it wasn't the same oomph maybe that I would expect something from something like a quarterfinal. It seemed a little more signature than showstopper. Agreed. Agreed. Right. You know, yeah. it just had a little more signature vibe. Yeah. Than, yeah. than Showstopper. Um, absolutely. And you know what? It kind of felt a little botanical. <laughs> a little. I get what you mean. Because because some of the designs were almost a little floral, right? They yeah. were like floral and and sort of like um like needle holes or whatever eye holes sort of things. So I yeah. totally agree with you. Yeah. Um, I think, unfortunately, maybe the season. I feel like we've had an excess of like scenic baking. They're like, bake a scene into a cookie, bake a scene into a cake, bake a memory into a thing. So I, I don't know if this time they're like, guys, like they have no more memories. We can't ask them to bake. <laughs> we can't be like, bake a veggie tart with your favorite memory. It's like, we, we've gone through them all. We've gone yeah. through them all. Yeah, so yeah, maybe yeah. That this is their whole it. life. It's done. It's all in cake. <laughs> you, you, you your whole it. life they in They have bakes. no memories. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. It's Kingdom Hearts. They don't remember anything. Um, <laughs> totally. Yeah, no, I, I totally get what you're saying. Like, I, I do kind of hope that next week, um, yeah, if, if, yeah, it's not, um, baking a scene or anything if it's more like give us um like the grandiosity of like the actual bake itself um with maybe less of the emphasis on uh some kind of structure or whatnot like um just like yeah make it make it a tiered thing or whatever but maybe not have to be a specific type of scene well like italian week was definitely harder than this week Mm. i would say and the showstoppers were definitely more showstopping than this week so i I enjoyed being able to see a lot of different italian bakes from the different bakers but it sort of it feels a little out of order almost Mm, yeah good point no i i kind of agree this this was um well it was easier in a certain sense but at the same time like was it because the showstopper was was yeah the bake walls were hard like there was a lot of stuff that involved moisture so i'm sure that to us as a viewer Mm. there was maybe a little less visual well but to bruno and kyla this was probably like separating the skill level of like can you bake these things with high moisture really well and some Mm -hmm. people really passed the test and some people passed the test and some people did fine you know that's true that's true I haven't eaten a lot. I haven't eaten a lot of veggie tarts, to be honest, in my life. Yeah, me too. So I wouldn't really know. Like the closest thing to veggie tarts I think I eat are probably like vegetarian quiches. <laughs> like a, a mini President's Choice vegetarian quiche. <laughs> Basically, there. No, I, there's At a Christmas mushroom and spinach only... quiche around here that yeah. I quite like. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, those ones. Those are so good at Christmas time. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, mm-hmm. I could eat a whole box of those. I yeah, those are really good, but I actually like their puff pastry collection even more. Oh my god! Oh, that like, is also those sausage rolls. Anyway. Oh yeah! Oh my god! And With there's the like ketchup? a Gruyere. There's like a Gruyere and onion mm. little lattice work mm. thing. Oh girl, like don't even start. Don't even get wait. me started. 
Okay, speaking of, like, pastry and, and mm-hmm. delectable, like, you know, lamination and, and whatnot, though I guess there's not really <laughs> lamination. Well, there, there there's layers. There's some layers yeah. you're supposed to have, yeah. What was the signature bake? It was a foot-long strudel. Well, it had to be at least a foot long. I don't know if anyone went beyond a foot long, but uh, it was a strudel. It could be sweet or savory, and it had to be of a certain size. And um, first up with the strudel, we had Tanner, who made a wild rice and mushroom strudel. Strudel. <laughs> Sorry, it was a strudel. Yeah, a, a strudel strudel. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. My what father, the inventor of toaster strudel. Um, that was kind of, okay, so I was kind of surprised. Uh, I guess I'm not that familiar with, like, footlong strudel or strudel in this way. So yeah. I was, like, I, like... A surprised like with the the savory end of things, but um I felt like across well, mm, almost everyone across the board, save for actually Maggie, didn't really do anything to decorate their strudel. But I guess it's because you don't want to do anything to the dough; you want the mm. filling inside. But it was just kind of like long rolls of dough with filling, <laughs> like you know, it wasn't. Uh, 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 visually as striking. So for Tanner's, it was like a classic but plain kind of look, I, I felt. But the the dough was flaky. They loved the flavors. I personally would have liked to have tried that. I'm not like... So I have uh, like Jamie, my partner, and, and my dad both hate mushrooms, like detest. Uh, and huh? yeah, I uh, I don't mind mushrooms i don't like eating just like platefuls of mushrooms but i really like the flavor that mushroom can add to to some stuff um and uh like let me put it this way i like mushroom in things but i probably wouldn't order like a fungi pasta oh you and i are complete opposite i love a good fungi pasta or but i like it on top of like um uh maybe like some sort of like meat dish like on top of Mm. or like a mushroom gravy and Mm. i don't mind mushrooms with like steak like a little bit or that sort of Mm. a thing right but fungi pasta when it's like purely what you're eating is mushrooms like not so much but tanner had this kind of nice combo that would i think work really well that i definitely wanted to eat this one yeah, I feel like I agree with you generally with the strudel. So I am highly uncultured. So when I think of strudel, all I think of is Pillsbury toaster strudel, yeah. which has like a very specific look, right? Yeah. It's like it's like uh, was it like cross hatched at the top, and then you have the little you have the little swirl of icing on it. And so you're right compared to that, Safe Maggie. Um, I was like, oh, like where's the icing? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even if it's savory, where's the icing? Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, tanners look great. I personally really love wild rice and mushroom. I think that's a great flavor. Um, I associate it with the autumnal season. Um, but yeah, totally would have enjoyed it. Totally mm. would have enjoyed it. Which this would have been filmed in, so that would have that would have worked nicely. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyways, okay. up next after that, we had Mahati with her palak paneer strudel. What did you think? So I thought that hers had really nice. So um, despite what I just said about like all of them looking plain, like her, say for Maggie's, her uh, strudel still also did look plain, but I thought she did a really nice job of presenting it. Like mm-hmm. it was just even that little bit of the, I guess it was just like spices that she kind of swirled into a little pattern just get it was like that little hint that was just a little more than like as dough on a like as a log of dough and filling right which i know that these are like much more than that but i know i thought she had really nice presentation they said that her dough needed to be a little bit thinner but they commented on it was great paneer which she made herself right then and there Mm -hmm. so so i i thought that that was that was very impressive like mahati continually surprises me a little bit Mm -hmm. right like yeah just some of the stuff she can do or yeah has done or sometimes she's even like oh it's my first time like trying this and she she does have like kind of this innate talent and i think it's because of like she bakes with so many different flavors and ingredients she's probably she's probably had some disasters at home in the past and she's learned from them really well um so, yeah, I, I thought that this one was quite nice. 
Yeah, I agree with you that I found that, um, you know, especially the decoration on the serving board definitely did elevate it. And you know what I think it is now? So with the savory ones in particular, it always feels like there should be like a gravy that goes with it or yeah, something. Yeah. yeah, like a dip or a sauce. So there should be there should be icing for the sweet ones and like, a, yeah. a, 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 you know. Uh, a hot a hot icing a gravy if you will for <laughs> the savory ones because it, it kind of reminds me of a meatloaf i think that's what's happening like yeah. again very basic um tastes here um but i think that's why i um i personally love paneer so i was really glad to uh to see that incorporated and when they sliced it open and the inside i was like ooh, that I could smell it. Like I could smell it and taste it. It looks mm. so warm mm -hmm. and delicious. Yeah. Absolutely. So definitely loved it. Mm -hmm. um, then we had Maggie who made her caramel pear strudel. Okay. This was stuffed. Like <laughs> she was stuffed full. Like, oh, she was my stuffed.com. <laughs> <laughs> she, what I could not get over, this was like so full. And I get that like with caramel and pear and pear is kind of a fruit that that will take on any other color that's around it like even mm. a little it's like there's like two percent of another color the pear is that color now right especially yeah. after you bake it or, or whatever and so it yeah. just kind of was like a large mass of brown inside i can only imagine oh this would have tasted so good and again kind of nice and autumnal right um mm -hmm. but yeah it was like it, it was a bit undercooked because there was so much moisture. So it was, you know, she had some translucent layers. Yes, yes. Semi-see-through. Not quite done in certain aspects. I, I agree with you. My general hesitation with pears is that they are always very wet. They are a very wet fruit. When you cut them open, your hands are sticky and it's just like a lot of moisture. So um, I think even when they were presenting it, and slicing through it, I was like, looks, she looks a little damp. She looks a little moist, you know, um, and definitely it, it affected the bake. But you know what? Caramel, pears, sugar, probably a little bit of cinnamon in there. All tastes good. Oh, all and tastes good. of course, presentation too. Maggie did a little bit to elevate it with the candied, I believe, walnuts. Yes, it was candied walnuts. Yeah. Did some sugar work. Yeah. Yeah, and it was like just enough to take something, even if you're not even going to eat those, it was like enough to just bring it up a, a level to look more than again, just kind of like a foot long <laughs> roll of dough. Like a Subway sub. From, yeah, like <laughs> exactly. a, it's just a foot long loaf of bread. No, five this is your $5 foot long. <laughs> <laughs> um, after that, we had Rafa Cat with her chicken pot pie strudel. And I'm mm. like, oh my God. Okay, so this mm. this was like, they cut that open and it had the perfect consistency. Like, I couldn't believe that they cut it open and nothing like spilled out, nothing moved. Mm -hmm. It just like sat there and it looked, oh, I, I love chicken pot pie. Like truly, truly one of my favorite meals. And oh my God, this looked so good. I freaking screamed when I saw it. I, I was like, just, I mean, we talked about this, but I was like, just give her, just give her the plate now. Just give her that baking plate now. Like, this is it. This is the warmest home, more, most like home cooked, lovely, feel good bake. Just give it to her now. It was fan freaking tastic. I want to eat that so bad. Mm -hmm. I know. I thought it was great. It, although there was some, um, some feedback that they uh, wanted the dough to be crisper. Um, mm -hmm. and that it was not kind of a tight enough roll um, on it, right? That was correct. So, yeah. yeah. I will say that um, because it looks so good, it reminded me of like a very good chicken pot pie, but because the dough was probably a little loose, and, the, and I find with the strudels, they're not supposed to. They're, they're, there's not a lot of crust on it. Um, I wonder if eating it, I would miss the balance with like that thick crust of like, pastry on top of a chicken mm. pot pie you know what i mean and it may just be like all all pot pie okay i found this on the web for pastry 
<laughs> okay. Okay. So okay. someone's getting okay. a little okay. excited. Okay, okay Siri. She's okay, listening. Siri. Yeah. All right. Just gonna just gonna turn her off now. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> Hysterical. That's Damien. That's for sure. Uh, um. Yeah. No, I. I uh, I agree. Would I have missed that? I don't know because the filling just looked so delectable. I like, I would just, I would want to eat it to find out. I wouldn't care. 100%. It wouldn't, it wouldn't stop me from eating it. No, no. I mean, not really. I, it's just more of a, more of a wonder because I wasn't there and not able to taste it, unfortunately. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then last but not least, we had Sheldon with his sticky rice and pork strudel. Okay, so I felt like the way that he decorated it, um, it kind of just looked like a loaf of bread. Oh yeah, like yeah, compared that to crust, right? Yeah, yeah, and the the little I don't know what he sprinkled on top to just kind of, but it it looked like a loaf of bread compared to, um, again, kind of long roll of dough with filling. Um, <laughs> so I, I I just yeah i i don't know what it is it's not that this isn't impressive or that these aren't things that i would want to eat there's just a a, look. a plainness there, there, there is yeah. a plainness and sometimes it's nice to have a you know stated plainness but this was kind of um uh almost deceiving in its look yeah yeah i agree with you in that sense and it feels like when when at least some folks who tried to make the top a little bit more um creative let's say it does elevate it a little a bit, sorry, because the, the baking color is just, it's so consistent. So it can always look a little bready. They, um, they said that Sheldon's yeah. had like nice flaky dough, but that the thing was the crisp dough was kind of lost with the chewy texture of the inside. Um, and then there were like the, the peanuts um, that they were eating after. And they're like, oh, I wish like that was more incorporated to give some of that crunch back to it. I know you had thoughts on this. Oh, yeah. I thought he should have um, crushed them nuts up and then put them in a bowl and then served like and then when they sliced it open, he should have like been like, oh, can you put some of these nuts on top of it? <laughs> yeah, nuts I see you trying not to laugh face. and it's making me laugh. Exactly. <laughs> but I thought he should have. Um, yeah, I saw he should have served them crushed up and then put them on top of the strudel so that they got that flavor and that texture. Yeah. Um, and it would have helped contrast with the rice. So it would have elevated that and brought some crunch back yeah. into his food. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, crunch. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anything else about the strudels, Michael? No, I think I've said long roll of dough with filling enough for, for the next year or more. So, yeah, I'm good. You? Well, I think that... It is an interesting choice, again, for the signature. I don't think I would do it again at this point in the competition. That's my personal, that's my personal take. I, like, if, if, if we were to ever see them bake a strudel again, I would have wanted it to be like week four. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, you know what I would do? I do early. Like, like week I, one. Yeah, yeah. Well, week one's always cake week. Maybe like week two. Then they can just fly through them. It's like 10, like 11 strudels. Yeah. You don't have yeah. to look at it. Yeah, <laughs> they exactly. All look the same. Right? It's, it's not so much about the presentation <laughs> that it can be about the taste or the flavors. But yeah, like, I mean, they rarely go back to, especially with something that is a very specific bake. Obviously, like they bake multiple different cakes, but they, they rarely go back to an actual specific, you must do this again. That doesn't mm -hmm. happen. So Yeah. Yeah, agreed. Well, I think that wraps it for this week's signature, which is a long roll of dough. With filling. <laughs> yes, Michael, with filling, with filling. Um, and next, we'll move on to the technical. All right. So, Michael, what was the technical this week? It was a Bakewell tart. Because you got to bake well. You got to bake well. You got to bake this tart well. Um, yeah. Have you ever had a Bakewell tart? No, I've never had a Bakewell tart. Actually, you know what? I lie. I feel like I've I've had um I feel like at one point as a younger child when I go to summer camps and that stuff, I feel like at some point there were like those tiny versions of a Bakewell tart yeah. and I probably ate one, but I had no idea that's what it was. 
So yeah, yeah, I've eaten the like smaller versions of like fake wild tart um, a few times, but I actually kind of like uh, its pseudo cousin, um, the Empire Biscuit, an Empire oh, cookie. I... Okay. It's like you I know, um, kind of like a, a, a cookie with uh, a jam in the middle, and then it's got that same kind of icing on top, and then the cherry, but it doesn't yes. have the little kind of flaring of like the the pink there, and there's not the frangipan in it. But it's it's like it's again, it's they're they're cousins, not sisters, you know, like. Um, yeah, my parents used to buy these when I was younger. I feel like this, I feel like the Bakewell tart, the Empire Biscuit, and the Victoria Sponge are all sort of, like, related, related, like, baking things. I mean, one is a sponge, and the others aren't, but, but yeah. Maybe, I just feel like maybe it's just, like, all British baked goods are, like, some sort of baked thing with some jam in it, and something yes. on top. Like, yes, it's yes. Like, <laughs> That is Maybe very that's all classically, that's classically, yeah, British, British baking. Um, exactly. But yeah, like I, I love an Empire Biscuit, which isn't what this is, but I guess it's like close-ish. But um, yeah, I, I love the flavor um, that would be in this for sure. And I do really like the way that it looks on top. Um, it was surprising to me that nobody really seemed to know what it was or have done it. I guess, sorry, a couple of people knew what it was, but no one seemed to have baked one. I guess they're not that common. Like, when you go to grocery stores here, like, you wouldn't really see one in a Loblaws, for example. Yeah, I, okay. I guess section. it's because I have, uh, like, British, Scottish, like, you know, yeah. family. So I go to, like, British bakeries frequently. Um, like at least a, a you know a few times a year, like so maybe not frequent, but like a couple, let's once a quarter, twice a quarter, <laughs> you know. And so, so I see like these all the time. So in my mind, I'm like, yeah, bakewell tart. Like, come on, like how how do you not? But I guess yeah, different backgrounds, and that that would do it. So yeah, yeah, I can't, I don't remember like ever seeing this in a grocery store. So I yeah. think that's probably why. Yeah, you got to yeah. go to Tesco's. Mm, mm, mm. yeah <laughs> dude they don't have them here right? no they don't no, i know they have them in this like i think they're in the states no Tesco there's like is a random ones a... no i know but i feel like there's like one i feel like that for some Where? reason in like new I york city wrong. yeah i don't know or like somewhere weird like ohio i feel like there's always like <laughs> random random things that happen yeah. in ohio that is very true sorry to our listeners in ohio um although how do we have american listeners for our canadian uh, show okay um first up was sheldon yeah what did you think um so he had uh, the most incorrect pattern um like because he went circles right yeah. and then kind of drew like lines outward from the center of the, like the circle. spider's web yeah um it was a bit of a dark crust and they said that the um uh frangipan was a bit waxy so mm -hmm. um yeah i i i guess to me i wouldn't it's not that a bakel tart is something that's like fancy and high class but I would just never think of almost any kind of design on the top of something to be spider's web looking. I would always, <laughs> in my mind, think it's lines where you do the toothpick one way, the toothpick the other, like that. Yeah. Like In my mind, like when in doubt, do that. Don't go spider web. I guess, I guess for them, because he wasn't the only one that did this, but... I guess for some folks, it feels strange to do straight lines on a circular or round object. Mm -hmm. Like you want to follow the the shape. So I guess that's why they did it. Yeah. 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 For Sheldon's, I wrote, I wrote extra because it was like too crispy. It was too red. <laughs> there was too much jam. And the, and the, and the decoration was also so like dramatic. Like it was so like yeah. spirals and circles and lines. And so I just wrote extra. <laughs> yeah. 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 It was yeah. an extra bake. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and then we had Maggie. Um, what did you think about Maggie's? 
Um, so they said that her icing kind of bubbled because it went on when it was too hot. The, the tart was too hot um, and that it wasn't baked through. Um, and yeah, I mean, oh, and then her, her icing was like a very faint, like the pink was like faint. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was like a little wash. It was like a little, um, what do they call it in clothing? Sun-kissed. <laughs> it was acid-washed. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, I felt like this was like, unfortunately, was like the opposite of the of like Goldilocks. In this case, it was like this is a, it went on a little too hot. Then this was a little too thin, and this was a little too raw. So, I felt bad for yeah. her this time around. It was it seemed to be hard to get it right. Yeah, and I mean, like she seemed to kind of know that during the baking process, there was a point when she just looked at the camera and she was like, "No, it's not going to be done." Like, and she she just knew, right? So I think sometimes. Um, uh, I don't know what what would you rather have would you rather um the the result is the same it is not going to be fully cooked through would you rather fully know before presenting it that it isn't cooked through or would you rather think it might be and then they go oh it's not fully cooked through which would you rather have happen I would rather know so that I'm not disappointed yeah I would rather right? be disappointed would, yeah. immediately in the moment than like two hours later like when this is all done or whatever um yeah being disappointed then yeah i don't want to go up there thinking i'm going to be like three out of five and then they're like oh this is raw and everything's falling apart and it's too much this and too little that and i'd be like oh wow i really don't know anything (laughs) right because then at least like if you know that you didn't do a good bake and they confirm that then you're at least like it's all right. I knew it. Yeah. It's another thing you'd be like, I think I did amazing. And then it sucks. And you're like, well, what do I know about anything? Yeah. yeah. So I prefer the former. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, no, we're obviously not saying that about Maggie. She's like very talented, everything, right? But yeah, that's 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 true. I, I would want to know in advance so you can temper your own expectations. A hundred percent. Then we had Rafa Cat. What do you think, Michael? So um, the top was a little bit messy. Um, mm-hmm. like of hers, but the flavor was great. And like, you know, this is kind of, um, you know, signature Rafa cat to just kind of, uh, it was during this, wasn't she just like kind of sitting there, like waiting for it to be done, just calm, cool and collected. Like I, I just kind of every week I'm loving her a little bit more. And it's like, uh, you know, Nothing to the rest of, of the bakers, but I just kind of feel like, although what if this is a Linda season one situation where we were like, it's a done deal. It's Linda. Right. And then Sabrina That's won. True. And that, that was great and, and good for Sabrina. But kind of right now, I feel like, oh, it's, it's Rafa Cat. Like it, it's Rafa Cat 100 percent. So we'll see. Yeah, I mean, she's definitely pulled ahead quite a bit and um, she doesn't seem to struggle as much with some of the bakes. I feel like I agree with you, like. I think she's she heard about the technical and she's like, oh, I just have to like bake a tart with three layers that are fairly distinct and consistent. And I don't need to exercise any like <laughs> not creativity, but like you don't have to overexert, you know, your muscles on this one. Like, oh, how do I make it beautiful? How do I make it unique? She was like, yeah, great. I can do it. Although I <laughs> did. She like, did it. <laughs> I did like that. She said, um, I would rather do two showstoppers than one technical. And I feel like that's the energy of like everyone all the time yeah yeah that's fair because they do really pick apart at the technical they're like well you know this is not this and this tastes like wax and then this is so you know this is too crumbly it's like we get it we get it (laughs) it's not good yeah okay i'm sorry i've never done this before your your recipe literally said bake the tart (laughs) (laughs) make it happen yeah make it happen designers it's your make it work moment Mm, make a dress yeah (laughs) uh then we had tanner what did you think about tanners um yeah i thought it was like an okay pattern they said that it was nice and inviting kind of you know once Mm -hmm. you you cut a slice into it and i totally agree like it did really have a nice look that it was like oh yeah i i do want to eat that um but they said that he required more baking on his frangipan yes um i overall thought tanners was like I, i said his baking was interesting uh, sorry, his pattern was interesting. Um, but yeah, yeah it, it was delicious. it was a little different, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 I was kind of like, oh, that's a neat little that's a neat way of doing it. 
Um, but yeah, overall, I thought, I thought it looked delicious. I, I feel like with this one, especially, they went like real hard on some people. And then other folks, they were like, it's good. It looks great. You know, I don't know. That was just me with the judges. I felt like with some folks, they went hard. They were like, this is not great. This is weird. And then the owners are like, looks good. So there's so like some really candy muse syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just don't know. I don't know if this no, week was one not, of those I'm weeks where no, no, I know. But like I was saying this to you earlier, like I feel like this week, um, like uh, barring the the showstopper uh, where Tanner did, did really well, it did kind of feel more like who didn't who didn't mess up bad this week was more of the question. Um, and not that they messed up, but it's just I felt like they were being fairly critical this week. That's what I mean. Yeah. yeah. I mean, once you get to the quarterfinals, I do really start to kind of go go in right so mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. i agree uh and then last we had mahati's uh bakewell so yeah think? i i wrote leakage and cracks um because <laughs> i mean there there were and um yeah it, it was unfortunate because when she was kind of taking it out of the the tray she like cracked off some of the side and then some of the the um icing started to leak through but um her crust had a really good crumble almost to the point where they were like it's like all like almost too crumbly mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah it's like it almost wasn't really an entity um but yeah no one thing that i found really interesting with her this week is like just the crumbling <laughs> I, I like she must make her her, her tart crusts or her pastry crust in a way that's like very fine um, to Dry. the point where it can yeah. be, <laughs> it, it can fall apart because she gets similar comments in the showstopper, right? Which is yeah. like, it didn't hold together. And then it's all, it's almost like, oh, this chart is like very crumbly. It's like almost a little, it's a little too crumbly. Yeah. 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 It, it's not apple crumble. Like, mm -mm. you know, yeah. It, it's, it's almost like a constructed apple crumble versus a deconstructed <laughs> apple pie. <laughs> it's a constructed apple crumble versus the deconstructed bakewell tart that it was. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, although like I kind of felt like um yes, she did drop uh the the I guess outer ring of the whatever that kind of broke a little bit, but I I think that yes, because of the crumbly nature of her crust that that wouldn't have happened to somebody else's. So it was probably, it highlighted a flaw that might not have been quite as visible otherwise, but that was still existing in the baking. I agree. I agree. And I think that makes total sense, like compared to everyone else's who could have had some things happen similarly. Yeah. yeah. Like with the accident anyways. With the order, we had Maggie in fifth. Sheldon in fourth. Uh, Mahati was third. Tanner was second. And then Rafi Cat was in first again. Yeah, I I was I was so close on my baking bracket. We'll get to that at the end. <laughs> at least I I was sorry, I was close on the the technical um yes. one. I wasn't on Star Baker, but yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> Any last thoughts on the bake well? Um some of them were baked well. Thank you very much, Michael. Thank You're you welcome. very much. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> thank you for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I'll be sure to like it on YouTube. Uh, anyways, that's it for the technical. And next, we'll cover the showstopper. All right. And for the showstopper this week, we had a vegetable tart. Michael, what do you think of vegetable tarts or veggie tarts? Um, I have never really had one. I don't think yeah. not not like this. Um, <laughs> not like this. <laughs> I, know, I totally know what you mean. Like not so stuffed with, yeah. with the layers. That's that's what I mean. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> not like this. Oh, girl, not oh, like no, this. Oh, girl, it arrived. Oh, no. We're the not like again. this. Oh, God. Uh, no, no. But yeah, like what's. Yeah, what I mean. What's the closest thing that you've had to a veggie tart, uh, do you think? Like, uh, uh, probably some kind of quiche with lots of vegetables on top. I agreed. Well, that's what I was saying to you. Like, I've had, um, like a mushroom quiche yeah. or like an asparagus quiche, but yeah. I've never had like, like a tart that's just been jammed. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, stuffed to the, to the brim. In. 
yeah like, like the entire produce aisle of the <laughs> <Wild Wild. laughs> yeah like it was uh, uh, how, okay let me compose my thoughts here yeah <laughs> not like this <laughs> <laughs> oh my god no okay what am i trying to say i am trying to say that i i think that this was an interesting one it was a it was a bit of all things and i cannot remember whether this was you and i talking beforehand or if this was you and i earlier in the actual podcast but this one a it kind of felt a little closer to botanical ish mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. like you know like it, it kind of especially because people were kind of making flower type shapes out of it and i did think that some of the designs in these were really beautiful but from a wanting to eat it point of view especially sometimes from the side angle of the cut it was just like okay you're getting like you know half an inch of filling and then like you know seven or eight sweet potatoes right so mm-hmm. uh full sweet potatoes so i i think that this was this was like an interesting one and um i did think that tanner's was like very impressive looking i know we haven't even said who we're who we're going through in the order but um yeah there there was nice look to these but uh, compared to so many other of the bakes um when there's uh you know, sometimes put somebody will bake something and it looks really great, but then it also tastes really great. I'm sure that some of these still tasted really good, but there wasn't any anything that really like struck me that I was like, oh, I'm dying to eat this because it just looked like so much veg with not a lot of other stuff. You got it. So I find that vegetables generally, like especially baked like that, so not, you know, like broiled or stewed or whatever. They generally have the same sort of flavor. Like everyone kind of use like peppers and stuff like that. And and they're always like kind of sweet. Um, the flavor's not very deep. And so when I imagined that, I was like, I was like, so it's kind of like eating just a lot of cooked peppers with a little bit of crust. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's not like they were like baked in cheese. Or, yeah. I sound so basic, I feel like, but it's like <laughs> it doesn't feel like there'd be any like compliment to the flavor. It'd just be very like, this is gonna taste like carrots. And you're going to like it. And you're going to like carrots. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're going to like carrots because I told you that you're going to fucking like carrots. Um, I put a Dewey Decimal System card's worth of carrots in this and you're going to eat it. Yeah, it, it, it's like. And I, again, I still think that people made some really nice designs. I just kind of wish that it was some of the designs that they came up with was incorporated as a portion of something else and maybe not quite the whole thing. Like if mm-hmm. there was something that could have maybe been like two two tiers of tarts or two different tarts, but then they could have spread out the design between two of them or like, you know, um, maybe like a, a vegetable tart that needs to be like a, like the reflection thing of like one's a mirror or an opposite of the other or something with mm. the way that you could do a design. So maybe one is like way more filled and one's not as much, or you could do like harvest or what, like, I just feel like all in one crammed so much into one thing that I just, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like without more artistic direction, it some of them did ended up looking like, um, as you had brought up, ended up looking like a signature challenge. Yeah. Like, make your veggie tart. Your veggie tart could have any sort of veggies, but it should just scream you. Whereas, like, I think if they gave them a bit more direction, you're right. Like, you know, it should be a reflection or it should be yay high or something like that. It probably yeah. would have encouraged them to be a little bit more show-stoppy. Yeah, mm-hmm. or even... I, I, I don't think that all showstoppers need to have height, but even if they literally put them on, like they said, like, okay, you're going to make three different um, tarts, right? And they can all be the same filling and flavor and everything, but just for like showstoppery look. And then we're going to put it on like, a, you know, three different tiered, like, you know, um, yeah, uh, like, you know, here's like one place it rests. Here's another place the second one rests. And here's where the third one rests just to give it kind of a visual flair would have mm-hmm. been a little more because yeah it was it was a little flat for showstopper yeah well 
looking at them specifically, first up we had Rafa Cat who made a favorite veggie quotes vegetable tart. What you think? So the judges wanted blistered peppers because they kind of wanted the um it's not a rind, what is it, skin or whatever <laughs> on the, the peel, the skin, yeah. yeah. Um to kind of be removed so that she might have been able to um uh alter the shape to get like a little more creative with them. Um they said that it wasn't that evenly baked, but they did really like Bruno in particular, like the um Cameroon pepper that uh Rafa Cat had included and the the flavor of that. I felt like I actually did really like this one. This one probably had the most um of all of them visually different colors and looks that looked the mm-hmm. most appetizing with the most colors to me. Um but yeah there there was a lot of pepper. It was just kind of like oh a lot of pepper and then like some little pockets of kale. Yeah, I feel like of all the bakes Rafikat has done, this felt like the one, not that she didn't know what she was doing, but it felt like, or it looked like the least inspired, maybe, that mm. she's done. Like, I mean, I'm sure I couldn't do any better. In fact, I know I couldn't do any better. <laughs> Jeez, I know you couldn't do any better. <laughs> but, but it kind of felt, it, it just felt, it... it, it I don't know. I felt like it was just like, here's the tart, and then I'm going to shove all these peppers in it. Like, to your point, you yeah. know, and they're all going to stand up. Whereas everything else of hers had ha- has had this simple elegance. And yeah. I wasn't getting simple eloquence yeah. from this one. Yeah, I wasn't getting That's simple what elegance. I, mean. I was getting simple eloquence. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, that's so um, that's kind of what I was a little mixed up about on this one. Yeah. No, I I, I, I agree with you 100%. Uh, and then Maggie made a root vegetable tart. Okay, so like ample vegetable, like, uh, and and then not enough filling, like when Kyla cut into it and then was like holding it up again, you're getting like tiny amount of filling to like a full, like, you know, girl, you, you she's getting her daily dose of <laughs> vitamins and nutrients from each slice of that. Like it's, it's. Yet there was still a part of me that did want to eat it, but especially from that side view, uh, Kyla made the point of if they were thinner, that would have been a little better because they were kind of thick cut, you know? Did you think so? I thought that she had made them as thin as she could without like, you know, oh, so maybe, a high grade mandolin. Yeah. Do you think that Kyla meant like thinner the other way? I guess so. Because she said it would fit more filling then. Yeah, I think she meant like if it wasn't so deep. If it maybe. wasn't tall, if it wasn't if it wasn't as yeah. tall. Yeah. Yeah. If it was like fifty percent vegetable, fifty percent filling, then it could have like yeah. come up a little and bit. And then I think I would have liked that more. Yeah. Um they said that she had flaky pastry. Um, you know, which was also surprising because then there was a bit of a comment on like, but but part of it's not quite done right in the center but that the outer portion of it was nice and flaky so again i i still i think with all of these i actually would be very interested to try them just because i've never really had anything like them before yeah i me too like i've had sweet potato pie but not like a root vegetable tart so Hmm. i don't even know what it would taste like yeah yeah me neither yeah Okay, and then we had Matati with her coconut vegetable tart. So, yeah, this also had, like, colorful filling, although there was something I just didn't like about the way that the okra looked and was kind of stacked. It was just, um... Rafikets looked a little more inviting with the colors, whereas this one, it kind of felt like, like... Hidden, like I don't know if it's just the way that texture captures the okra, like on, on camera, but it looks like you can't cut this easily, you know. Yeah, the the challenge I find generally with okra is like, I mean, you can blanch it, and then that keeps it pretty bright, but it tends to cook down. It tends to cook like it tends to get muted really quickly, and it gets slimy at the same time. So I find that okra is just like a weird. It's probably a weird texture to work with. To your point, yeah. Yeah, but they did say that she had a nice even bake and that it was spot on with flavor and she was using her mom's curry recipe, which I feel like, a, uh, well, hers is definitely one I can kind of picture a flavor a little more on. 
Yes. Yeah. Because it did also I seem feel- like it had some filling to it. Whereas the the general the it was kind of weird. I felt like we got a lot less focus across the board on what the filling was for all of these. Mm-hmm. And we just mm-hmm. got the stack of vegetables on top. A hundred percent. I feel like like Mahachi is like actually it was almost more like the strudels. Yeah. Like it was more like um the chicken pot pie strudel where it was like, yeah, it featured the vegetables, but she had like a good she had good flavors and some creamy goodness in there filling it. Whereas like I feel like everyone else like it almost was was close to like they forgot to pour the filling in. Yes. Like, there's exactly. nothing filling in it. the gaps of the it. vegetables. Yeah. 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 Though Rafa did have a bechamel, it just didn't um it just wasn't apparent. Well, and to it me, apparent, it's, yeah. it's like if you're eating, because it would be a bechamel, which is more of like a sauce as opposed to like a filling, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think that that's kind of what it is. It's like they all made a tart shell and then they stuffed it full with vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> and, then they, and then they just like poured some sauce in the bottom, you know, quarter inch of the tart pan. And there wasn't filling. There was sauce. So you want to know what? So I'm going to make some bets here. So one, I bet you none of these, no one on the show has ever really had a vegetable tart before because like you and I have not. Like, I just don't think it's a common thing. So I feel like they were kind of like, I guess I make a tart and I put some vegetables in it, you know? And I wonder also if this time because of COVID, they didn't get that break to get sent home and rethink the stuff. So but I do think... They never get sent home. They just have a, a production break where... In oh, but you they, know... Like, they, yeah. yeah they're, they're in, like, hotel and they have, like, ovens in their hotels and they can, like, bake or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I wonder if even, like, the season this year, they've, like, not wanted to complicate the latter half of it too much because mm. they probably didn't give them that long of a break to think of some pretty amazing things. So we may be moving into some more... Um, I don't want to say simple, but just, like, things that you don't... Things you didn't need an extra like two weeks to refresh on. Let's just put it that way. Maybe. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. It'll it'll, it'll be interesting. But um, yeah, we <laughs> we've kind of continued to say the same thing about the veggie tarts. But I mean, it's a pretty pretty applicable thing like across <laughs> the board here, right? Yeah. So, um, did you have anything you wanted to say about Mahatis? No, no. I I think we can move on to Sheldon, who made his Malaysian sunset tart. So they wanted it wider, um, which like I thought that his had a really nice visual effect and he captured that sunset too. photo that he had terrifically. Like I thought that that was great. Um, but then, yeah, uh, uh, Kyla was kind of like, is that four and a half hours? I, you know what? Okay, it's all coming together now. When she was like, you know, this is great. It looks really good. Like, it tastes like, you know, pretty good overall. But it's like, for the width that it is, is that really four and a half hours? And then, you know, Sheldon drops the bombshell of <laughs> is cooked in the microwave. And then that was literally like, okay, you're going home. Um which yeah. is unfortunate, but yeah, go ahead. Well, I mean, for me, maybe I I just can't compare the, the the sizes, but I know it was like not that wide, but it still looked pretty like I was like, I think that's still a decent size. I agree. Tart. It was long, right? Exactly. And and so I feel like he spent a, probably a lot of time like <laughs> arranging his vegetables in a sunset way. Um, but when he said he microwaved them, I was, I was like a little confused. I was like, so, so what were we all doing? Slicing? Slicing? Yeah. And right sizing, probably? The vegetable? Yeah. 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 No, I know. Was, and, and then they said, yeah, it was too moist um, in the middle uh, of the um, of the whole tart, like the tart itself. So, Which is also strange because I understand why sometimes in circular tarts, it's a little raw in the middle because it, it bakes sort of in. Mm. But this one was interesting because it's quite narrow. Yeah. And so it's exposed on all the sides. Yeah. So I, I was a little Yeah, I know. That is surprising. Confused. Yeah. But yeah, the microwave was um, obviously a <laughs> I mean, I don't think I'd... 
you, you can't microwave in a restaurant. So I don't know. I don't know, girl. <laughs> you in danger. <laughs> I, I, loved, I loved before the podcast, James and I were talking about this specifically. And <laughs> James said that uh, the way that... <laughs> Sorry, James is giving me a look. The way that Kyla brought it up was like the producers. Like I'll let, I'll let you say it. <laughs> oh yeah, no, no. So it was just so funny because like obviously the judges aren't there. Um, I feel like this was one of those things where when the judges show up, the producers are like in their ear, like ask him, ask him how he cooked his vegetables. Just ask him because they saw he was like they're like. Oh, is she putting those in the microwave? <laughs> yeah. Are those vegetables by Bosch? Um, and they're like, ask him, ask him. Yeah, and then yeah, she's like, yeah. how did you cook these? And he said microwave. And they're like, oh, I would never. Um, I know they went on. They're like, oh, that's why they don't have the same heat to them. That's why. And I'm sure like because they are chefs and they know food well, I'm sure they would be able to probe for that and be like, oh, yeah, these were definitely cooked in a microwave. Um, but in my mind. Yeah, there's a little bit of shade from production. Going I mean, I don't even think day. of a shade from production, but I just think it was literally. Uh, I just love the idea of them kind of going like, "Girl, we saw him. that." Like, <laughs> like, ask, you know. So yeah, I I love it. I I think that that's terrific. But I, I like it. It is surprising. It would kind of be like pulling out a jar of jam in your big wild tart, like. And it's just so unsheldon like, right? Because that's yes. the other thing that's surprising. Because that we're is, talking about yeah. like flavor mixes, you know, new things, bringing in all these new ingredients, and like, yeah, mm, yeah. The, mm, the and then thing it's like that I put holds them its own weight, right? Like, yeah. you know, and then it's like yeah. microwave. I, yeah, that's it. It's, it's <laughs> that it was so surprisingly unsheldon. Yeah, exactly, exactly. All right. After that, we had Tanner with his wise owl vegetable tart. Hoo hoo. So this was probably the most showstoppery one. Yes. Like, and I agreed yes. with Kyla's kind of um, uh, uh, critique that, like, it, the way that the zucchini kind of fanned, it did look kind of like that owl, like you know, around the eyes yeah. and everything. And the beak was was nice. The, the beak was probably the most understated portion, which is why I could imagine some people might have had a harder time seeing it was an owl. You could mm -hmm, see the mm -hmm. eyes for sure, but maybe the beak should have just been a little bit more pronounced. But it was great risotto, good flavors. I definitely, definitely wanted to eat this one. And this was also one I could picture, like the the flavor and eating and not as just like a clump of vegetable and zucchini is like a light flavor so even seeing zucchini stacked on top you frequently see zucchinis lining the whole top of a quiche so i could like picture it in my mind yeah i think this is like what um tanner coming through again with like italian flavors italian italian genes right he said he's, he's italian i think during a italian week. yeah anyway yeah, yeah yeah i love me a good zucchini summer squash pasta so yeah i can totally picture that flavor profile of the zucchini and the risotto and it's just being soft and scrumptious and delicious a hundred percent this is but, but this is what i think you were trying to say and i was about like giving them some art direction so if they said like make i don't know make an animal yeah into your veggie tart yeah. i think you would have seen folks really you know bring something to life there yeah um, or like, oh, it's safari themed or whatever. Um, but I'm glad Tanner was able to find a direction and, and place it on top. And maybe that's part of it. Maybe that's part of the the new the new thing. Like, don't give them less direction the longer you go and then let people, you know, really try to flex everything. And then that's how you win. Oh, you know, maybe that's, that's a very win. good point, because if you're it's like, you know, see what people deliver when you're when you're asking them for the most simple thing and see who's really deserving of the win because they actually go above and beyond what's being asked right that's actually a very good point and i do like that idea of doing that as you go along um right like earlier you have to say like do this do that make it in the shape of a this or a whatever and then now it's like okay you have to do a vegetable tart that like matches these criteria but you don't have to do anything fancy with it. And like the implication, though, is that you should. Yeah, like it's called a showstopper for a reason, right? Yeah. So I think people like with the technical, like to your point, where they basically like, 
just make it. Um, yeah, I'd be curious to see if people can find their own creativity and really show off when there's less guidance. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. So with the vegetable tarts judged and out of the way, um, we are ready to talk about our tops and bottoms of the week. So Star Baker, Michael, who was Star Baker this week? Tanner. Who undoubtedly deserved it. Yeah. Especially with the owl tart at the end. Like yeah. that was that was the best thing this week by far. Yeah. By far, yeah, I would absolutely. say. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, this week we had to say goodbye to Sheldon. And that was like a bit okay, if you had told me even halfway through the critique on his bake for the showstopper that he was the one going home, I would have said, you're crazy. Mm -hmm. And then when it was like microwave, like, and then when the, when the judges are literally like, oh, Shelton, like, you know, it like has that air of parental disappointment. Um, I was like, oh, okay. Like she, like she's going, that, that, that's it. It's, it's done. Um, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I felt like I would have lied. I felt like if Kyla was like, Sheldon, how did you, or she was like, James, how did you cook these? I would have been like, uh, uh, the sun or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> I let them sit in the sun for a long time. Like I would have been, um, <laughs> yeah, I totally would have lied, but they would have known. But yeah, no, you're right. I think that was kind of like, I mean, yeah, that 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 would have done you in because they'd be like, "Why don't we all just microwave our tarts at this point? Like, why don't we just like microwave our cakes uh, yeah. to cook them?" Yeah, it's, it, and, it and really it's unfortunate sucks. because it's like I do kind of feel like that one thing did yeah. send him home, right? And like, okay, sure, let's 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 go back. Actually, let's see. He was fourth in the technical, so yeah. uh, I think he was on the cusp toward bottom he's kind of mid-bottom and then microwave just like you know that's like does not meet expectations like does not complete the assignment to oh that's paper bag stuck on a on a corset walking down the runway <laughs> oh, yeah, that's i think that's the problem i think yeah, that's the yeah, problem yeah. Well, at least that's what like the judges perceive that as or take that as right yeah when you microwave your vegetables so it, it was really unfortunate but i like i feel like one tries their best, yeah. and I'm sure at that moment in time, it was the best choice yeah. that he could make, yep. and it just didn't follow through. Yeah, these aren't these aren't reads. Um, I guess I was just so shocked because Sheldon is so has delivered such amazing stuff, like probably one of the best showstoppers in the history of the show. Yeah, a hundred percent. So I was, one. I yeah. was kind of even halfway through this episode, like, oh, I, I think like Sheldon, Sheldon's like probably like final three and then it was just like a stumble at the exact wrong time when there's something else like the maybe if they loved his thing they wouldn't have cared about the microwave but because the microwave flavor just lowered it that was what did it you know uh yeah i agree with you like because you know they're like mm, it's a little thin mm, it's a little wet mm, it's a little raw oh microwave mm, goodbye um i almost feel like i jinxed him even though this was filmed months ago because i think last week i was like oh yeah he's gonna be in the finale obviously yeah <laughs> sorry yeah that's on you james uh, so. i know that's on me um, okay, so let's talk about our baking bracket because next week is the semifinals. They didn't announce a theme again, but looking at what they were baking, I hazard a guess to say that it's going to be dessert week. Okay. So let's, uh, how did we do from last week? Who did you say was going to be? Ignore the flipping paper noises. I said that Tanner was going to be third in the technical and he was second. So I was kind of close. I said Sheldon was going to be third, and he was fourth, so I was also kind of We were equally close, yeah. Equally close. Okay, I said that Maggie was going to be Star Baker, and that she was very near to going home, actually, so. Yeah, and I said Tanner was going to be Star Baker, and oh, he was. Wow, so you're winning like three to one, I think. Yes, I am, girl. Oh my god! Mm -hmm. So I well, that's better than I did last year. I was zero last year. I literally <laughs> got nothing right last year. 
at least I got one, but I, I kind of, you know, I'm going to hope that next week I get full marks and then we're tied. And that you yes. get zero next week. So we're tied. <laughs> so mean. So mean. Calm down, Candy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't know that Tina Burner. <laughs> I didn't know that Tina could own flames. Um, okay. okay. So um, next week, there's only four. So what do yes. we want to do? Two or three in the technical? Let's do two. Let's be optimistic. Okay. So who... Uh, I'm going to say that I think that Tanner is second in the technical. Okay, I think Rafa Cat's going to come second in the technical. Okay, and then you said it's dessert week? I think. It looked desserty. I think that... Ugh... I want to say Maggie, but I'm going with Tanner. I think Tanner's going to be Star Baker. He's second in the technical, and he's going to get Star Baker. All right. So I wrote Maggie, and when I saw the preview, I was like, I think Maggie's going to do it. So I'm going to, I'm going to say Maggie. Nice. Okay. Well, there you. Because I feel like she's been good with cakes. Like yeah. every time it's been cakes, she's been good. And right? she has the kids to kind of like dessert. Like kids are all about the dessert, so I can like really see that for her. So yeah. 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 And we have a lot of dessert stores in Toronto. Like, there's a lot to be inspired by. And yeah. Stuff like that. Ooh, yes, 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 yes. The the true way to win these brackets, Michael, I think, is if you you Instagram the bakers and you see what they've been baking historically, then you would be able to say, "Oh, she knows how to do this." Oh, but I oh, don't do she that. She knows. Oh, I'm oh, sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You got you got to use the Google. Yeah, absolutely. I'm looking up to see if we have any new podcast reviews, which I'm sure is probably a no, but we're going to find out. Michael does this every week where he, uh, we collectively uh, are disappointed. Yep. And um, I am pretty sure that, yep, we're still disappointed. So thanks for listening. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's too funny. All right. So that wraps us up for this week. Thanks again for listening. As a reminder, you can find us on the socials on Twitter at GCBS Podcast, also on Instagram at GCBS Podcast. Also, you can find our podcast on anywhere you like to listen to your podcasts from Apple Podcasts to Spotify and other services. If you are listening in particular, on any standard service, please try to like our podcast. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, please leave a review because Michael and I are always desperate to read your reviews. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's so it's so much fun. Although actually, you know, we did get a really nice comment uh, last week on our Instagram post. So that was that was very sweet. Did you want to read it? Sure. Did you want to give a did you want to give a, 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 a commenter spotlight? I will. I will. Okay. And the comment comes from, oh my God, hold on. Oh, okay, there it is. Denise. So Denise said, loved listening to your podcast whilst marketing today. I know you have thoughts about the technical, but I'm going to try it and see if it can become a recipe for my students to make. Oh. very fun and interesting so thank you denise for a listening she's commented a few times before it's always very positive and happy and we're so thrilled that you're a fan of the show so thank you for reaching out and let us know how it goes for uh the students and for yourself giving it a, a shot baking yeah take some photos let us know yeah. and if they uh all look better than the ones we saw no i'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you're so shady I am. I am. So thank you, Denise. Uh, Like Michael said, uh, you know, we enjoy doing this podcast, but it's always nice to hear, listen and read comments um, from all of you all out there. Mm -hmm. Anything else, Michael, this week before we wrap it up? No, that is everything. Um, Yeah. Thanks for joining us. This was fun. I'm really excited to see. Okay. Actually, super quick. Last thing I'll say. Mm -hmm. I... Um, I cannot believe that it is down to the final four already, but I did love this week and even last week, but, but this week, the pacing that we're getting with the episodes now, because we get all of this time to just kind of sit and relax and watch the bakers and see it all. And 
get a really good feel. And I also kind of feel like, you know, um, for any of the potential bakers from the show who might be listening to this, we're kind of really familiar with their bakes now. So we're getting much more jovial with our critiques and everything too. And it's just because, you know, it's been like around for longer and we, we, we kind of have, um, uh, a one-way rapport <laughs> that we've developed and our own thoughts that we've kind of uh, formulated over the weeks. And I kind of love every season when we get to this point because these are like the most fun episodes to me. Definitely. That and um, I think for the past couple of weeks, I've also started having a glass of wine before we record. So I think that's helped. <laughs> that too. Uh, yeah, so good. No, that's terrific. So yeah, this was so much fun. Yes, definitely. Thanks again so much for listening. Um, and we look forward to catching up with all of you at the semifinals. Goodbye. Bye. The Cooling Rack is a Messenger Bag Media podcast. For more on how Messenger Bag Media could be your business's one-stop media shop, visit messengerbagmedia.ca.